There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. Nice. That's right. We're in living color. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to hour two of Jason and Alexis in the morning. Right here on my talk, everything entertainment, everything Technicolor. I'm Jace with Lex and Holly on this Tuesday, May 9th, 2023. Thank you so much for being here. We You're love the you. best. Yeah. Special teachers out there. Thank you. That's on right. Way in. Woo! You're almost done. It's almost summer. Yeah. We love you. Appreciate you. We see you. We honor you. We understand you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we thank you. Yes. Yeah. Ah! Hugely, bigly, largely. <laughs> largely, yes. Yeah. Huge. Uh, it is Teacher Appreciation Day, Teacher Appreciation Week. Mm-hmm. So we love you. Yeah, bring we love some you treats. very much. Yeah. Um, we didn't get to this last hour. Uh, let's start with a can of beer. Uh, oh, for yeah. The second hour. I thought this was uh, perfect. Lexa, what's. Uh, What's happened with beer? This is a cool invention. Thank you, Japanese. Uh, they just, uh, you know, are we talking just all the Japanese just all people Japanese or just inventions. All Japanese people? I, oh, they come up with some fantastic things. Arigato gozaimasu. There you go. Yes. Okay. Thank From you. Banwa, yeah. Which mm. is good evening. I don't know why I said that, but <laughs> it's the only word that came to mind. But. Um, Thank you, because you might see this in the future. I thought this was really a cool invention. There's a Japanese design firm called Netto. It created a beer can that has two tabs on the top. Now, of course, we always talk about beer. You know, you want to have that foamy top, right? Yeah. Well, they are. They they said that this has, is going to, to create that for you. It's going to be the per, a way to perfectly pour a glass of beer. Essentially what you do, it looks like they're almost at a 45-degree angle, but they're actually just staggered with the same opening. So you open one, and it opens it up halfway, which causes the foam. And then, so you pour half the beer out into your glass, of course. And then you pop the second tab, and that one releases the aroma, flavor, and carbonation. And then it just lets it, it I guess it's just the per- absolute perfect pour. What? So if you see this, <laughs> if you see a two-tab thing, of course, I'm hoping there'll be directions right on the can. Um, but you know, well, you, don't, you don't drink beer that often, Jace. You no, want to have that I foamy top. And in okay. order to create that. But you don't want too much foam. No, that's true. You want just the perfect amount. So this company has created a, a system where you, you open up one, and it doesn't matter which one. Because it slowly releases the 
beer from the can and oh. it has the foam. So it gets it creates that and then the second tab that you pop, yeah. then that then of course all the beer will go through, but you'll have that foamy top. Okay. So, yeah, and, and they call it the golden liquid foam ratio, which is seven to three. Which has been hard to create with the canned beer. Yeah. You know, that's the best is to drink a beer from the, the tap, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And now you get that same effect, I guess, with this this can. Now, I'm not sure exactly which companies it. will get it. but First you pour the foam, then you pour the beer, and then the foam rises to the top. There you go. Man. Yes. What do you know? That makes, okay. Pretty cool. I, I even though I... I'm not a beer drinker. This makes sense to me. Yeah. I hope I explained that right. I'll put a link up on our I show think, page. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think you did. Okay. Yeah, I, I understand it now. I'm like, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm imagining if you are a beer drinker, this would make you happy. Yeah. This would make Usually you Usually it has that little widget, you know, like a Guinness does mm-hmm. that helps create some of that foam. Um, but this one, it's for all beers. Hmm. I wonder if we're going to see this more and more, if this will be kind of like the standard. Yeah, I'm kind of hoping so. Yeah, because sometimes when you pour yourself a bad thing of beer and you're just like, oh, man, it's all foam. (laughs) Yeah, that's a bummer. (laughs) That's a bummer. It is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I just, yeah, I'm not really a beer drinker, but if you are, I bet this made you very happy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Once in a while. Yeah. And look at the thank nice. you. Mm-hmm. Thank you to the good people of Japan. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. Thank you for that. Thank you. <sighs> um now we're going to turn to the latest edition of a ongoing segment uh, that we call Jeez World. Jeez World. Uh-oh. Uh, reporting live is Holly Roberts. Holly? Oh yeah, Jason uh, Alexis, get ready for yeah. this one. Okay. Get ready for this one. Now Our friends at Antiques Roadshow, now a show in and of itself that could be qualified as slow television. You know, it's not action-packed. Nope. Features old stuff. Well, they've got some old stuff on a new recent edition uh, edition of Antiques Roadshow. This qualifies as an antique now. Uh Uh-oh. No, 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 no. A... Individual has brought his, mm, what will we call this, collection no. of 1999 Pokemon trading cards. Ooh. Ah! Wow. He brought, that's that's yes, an antique roadshow. A binder containing all 102 original Pokemon cards. Ooh, that's big. Are considered antique now. That's big, Lex. Well, that, wow, what a collection. <laughs> he caught them all. I guess so. Um, wow, that would be awesome as a toy dealer to get our hands on. But, um, wow, that is, I disagree in the sense that they're calling it an antique. Maybe it's retro, but antiques are generally items that are at least 100 years old. Girl, it's popping up on so Roadshow, but so I love. Like, what's that? I love that you know this. Of course, you know this. Yeah. Well, it's either you can cut or like vintage. Maybe mm-hmm. we call it vintage, not an antique. But it's on Antiques Roadshow. That's what I'm saying. It's very. It's it's that just ain't right. <laughs> it just ain't right. We're antiques now. 
It ain't because, vintage road show. No, it isn't vintage. But you know what? They got it. I understand the rationale. If I was a producer of that show. You need to get some younger eyes in there. And if if that helps, there you yeah. go. Yeah. And a lot of people, you know, 40, uh, you know, our age, really, who collected those Pokemon cards, you still might have your album or your mm-hmm. kids. And... Yeah, to know what the value of that is, that's great. Because vintage is at least 40 years old. So that's oh, kind that's of vintage? where we are. Yeah. Okay. So it really ain't even vintage. Well, Pokemon. Oh, jeez. Well, that's true, I guess. No, it's not. No, it's 20-some years old. Yeah. So I guess we're retro. All right, See? so we're feeling good about ourselves. Uh, absolutely. We're feeling good about uh, ourselves. But still, no matter what technically it's referred to, it's it's still popped up on Antiques Roadshow. Yes, exactly. Do we know what the value, did they they say the value of it? Because that's pretty, that's an incredible collection. Yeah, this guy's binder could fetch five to ten thousand dollars. Oh, yeah. And that's a conservative estimate. Now, if you have a holographic Charizard. Right now, that would go to about two to three thousand dollars. Although at its peak, it was worth as much as fifteen thousand yeah. dollars just a few years ago, when people were really going bananas for Pokemon trading cards during uh, the height of the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. So, if you got a holographic Charizard, holy jiggly poof! We're gonna might want to keep it. Yeah, it, you it, caught it and keep it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna make you squirtle. Yeah. Oh, oh. That's my hope. Yeah. Um, oh, you too. We're going to take a break. We're going to shake our jiggly poof. And uh, <laughs> when we return, a little uh, little talk. Holly has a podcast recommendation. Alexis has some TV news from the good CBS family. And I am going to tell you about a scene from a TV show that had us laughing as hard as we laughed at Bridesmaids. That's all I'm going to say. Um, when we come back. Oh, I was just reading about a raccoon that fell through the ceiling during class and it invaded a Texas high school. Oh, I would say that happened here or in many of the states that Plunkett serves. Call Plunkett immediately. They've got the people. They know what to do. They've been doing it in our market for more than 100 years. Some common pests that might be bugging you. Ants, bed bugs, cockroaches, mosquitoes, of course, rodents, spiders. They can handle them all. And now's a great time to get in front of the animals to get your house ready and be proactive. It's going to be a hard year, at least for us and mosquitoes. Well, they're already forecasting that with the weather and what's going on. So have Plunkets come on out. 100 years strong. They keep pests in their place, not yours. Patrick, our technician, uh, is fantastic, just like all of them. Many have worked with the company for 20-plus years. Go to Plunkets.net or head to MyTalk1071.com and type in keyword pest. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Little TV talk. I, it's so funny, Lex, that you put this on the sheet. I saw the Instagram post from uh, CBS, and I thought, what the hell happened with this? Um, obviously, because this, the show we're getting ready to talk about is a, is a genre that I don't follow nor enjoy, so I, I was out of the loop on this. Mm-hmm. What happened with SWAT? Yeah, okay, so CBS canceled SWAT three days ago. I guess it's four technically now, but... 
as with a list of other shows, you know, just what we expect every year. Now, this show has been on for six years on CBS. And just three days later, and it must have been the stars, but also the fans, really upset. They're devoted to this show. And CBS, just three days after canceling it, said, hey, psych, <laughs> we're back. And not only that, we, we are going to pick up 13 more episodes. And this will that will be its last season. But at least they have a chance to say goodbye. So Shamar Moore, who is the big star of the show. I mean, there's a few yeah. of them, but he, yeah, he says, Oh, thank you so much for your continued and amazing support. We got a final season with 13 episodes. And so, yeah, they did it. They're coming I, back. If you're a fan, don't worry. That's great. Bravo to the fans mm-hmm. for doing this. I wonder, you know, I'm, I'm sure what happened was I bet they went back to the negotiating table and they probably negotiated for a truncated final season with lower fees, yeah, lower salary. You know what I mean? Just to oh, you give think it, to it was like fans. a power move, huh? No, 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 no. I just mean, um, I bet CBS came back and said, "Okay, fine, we'll bring you back," but the economics do not work. Uh, I mean, yeah. I, you know, because obviously there, uh, you know, your ex is your ex for a reason. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're, uh They obviously canceled the show for a reason. Yeah. For whatever, you know, the economics didn't work and the rate, whatever. So I'm sure if CBS wouldn't lose money on this deal, no matter how much they love the fans. So I was thinking, oh, I, my guess is they crafted a, a deal that made economic sense. Yeah. To do this, to give the fans what they wanted. So, yeah. you know what? No matter how, why, when, bravo to CBS for doing this for the fans. Mm. For that show. And you wonder when networks will start actually doing 13 episode seasons. They should. Yeah, just just follow the streaming model there. Because, look, the old network, uh, any show, I don't care how great your writing team is. I don't care if it's Cheers or All in the Family. You know, I'm listing off classics from over the years. Seinfeld, V. No, ne- your quality, if you're pumping out 27 scripts, 23 scripts a year, yeah, you're, you're eventually going to run out of quality story and you're going to start recycling. That's what happens to a lot of shows. Yeah. So uh, as, as a fan, I would rather have shorter seasons and better seasons quantity or, I mean, quality over quantity. Amen. Yeah. So. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Yeah, uh, so SWAT fam, congrats. Um, one more piece of TV news and then, uh, or TV talk, and then we have a podcast. Holly will talk about that. Um, because we're a breakfast show, I'm going to gingerly dance around this, but you'll know what I mean. So I named, I was telling you guys about Somebody Somewhere yeah. on HBO with Bridget Everett, a slow burn of a show. 
it hasn't gotten a lot of uh, buzz. Now it is as it is as the second season enters its third episode Sunday nights, by the way, somebody somewhere on HBO Max. This show is kind of like a poop creek where Bridget Everett returns to her her hometown in Kansas and she's surrounded by her family and in this small town and they own a farm and she has issues with her parents. Anyway, it has a very creek vibe to it. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, we watched episode two of the second season, Uh-oh. which, by the way, just like most shows, it's really gelling. It's finding its rhythm with the actors and the writing and it's figuring out what to do with these people. They're. Bridget and her best friend go to this event and they eat Minnesota sushi, which is the pickle cream cheese wrapped in ham. Oh, yum. Yes. Okay. That leads to a scene. I'm not being Jason. Colin and I were laughing so hard, like so consistently. I have not laughed at a TV show like this in a long time. Bridget is on the phone with her friend, and all I can say is they're having basement issues, and they keep trying to mute their phones when they feel something come. They're both in the bathroom talking to each other, and it the way this is directed and acted, they can't hit mute in time, and they start laughing as... and. It is one part disgusting, but okay. also so relatable. And some of the funniest, it's one of the funniest TV. It reminds me of that scene in Bridesmaids when they're trying on the wedding dress. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Maya Rudolph <laughs> basically goes to the bathroom in the middle of the street. That is what this scene reminds me of. And it is worth, first of all, the show is just good. But to get to this scene in this it's worth it. Ooh. Oh my god, I was laughing. <laughs> Do you think that this is a turning point for the for the show? Yes. Somebody somewhere where it's like, okay, now it has found its voice. Yes. In a very disgusting way. Yeah. <laughs> but still, yeah. it was Ooh, okay. so funny. Oh my gosh! Now you have to like that. Uh, again, it's not immature humor, but it's it's that gag and. It is so brilliantly done, and it's so relatable. Oh God! So Ooh, please, okay. Please so watch season it. two, episode two, episode yeah, season okay. two, episode two. Somebody somewhere, Bridget Everett on HBO, and then report back after you watch it because I, I, I don't know. It's so funny. Uh, we're gonna take a break <laughs> when we come back. Up, we're going to play a little game. Then Holly has a podcast recommendation. We have Second Chance, a busy show. Stay stay right there. Hi, everybody. It's Jace for Skin Rejuvenation Clinic. You need to get into Skin Rejuvenation Clinic because if you are a new client, if you've never been there, this is the time because if you mention me and you're new, you're going to get $100 off your first service of $250 or more. $100 off a service of $250 or more. That is fantastic. So if you're getting ready for family reunion, a high school reunion, whatever, you want to look your best. $100 is a lot off a service. So please take advantage of this. I check every week for you. 
and the appointments are booking up. So do not procrastinate. You have these family photos coming up or a high school reunion, get on the books. And also, if you mention me, you're going to get a free consultation. So they will set up an entire treatment plan for you. SkinRejuvenationClinic.net. That's SkinRejuvenationClinic.net. They're right there in Edina. Make sure you mention me. I told you I would sprinkle some little anecdotes and stuff from Chicago, my trip to Chicago over the weekend. Welcome back, Jason and Alexis in the morning. Before we get to the game, I have a new little, another little ab fab. People always like tips. You know, yeah. people like lists. People like lists. And the public loves tips. Little tips. Um, and I have another one because we're getting into the travel season. And just broadly speaking, uh, you know, if you don't want to fly... I always forget, and I've done the drive hundreds of times. I really, and I do mean hundreds, because hello, I lived there, and I lived, uh, you know, when I moved here, my mom lived back, you know, in my hometown for a while. Yeah, it really is not a bad drive to Chicago. It really isn't. I, I did it yesterday in about six hours. Impressive. Now look, now look, I was going about two hundred and fifteen miles an hour, but that's fine. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Details. But, um, but look, uh, so another quick ab fab before our game. Uh, people always want the best deep dish pizza. You know, if you're going to go to Chicago, it's overwhelming because you're like, oh, I'm in Chicago. I probably shouldn't have some pizza, but where do I go? You know, Giordano's, which is here, too, is uh, is an obvious one. It is. It's huge in Chicago. But the other one that I want to recommend to you quickly is another deep dish favorite. It's another um, one that was like an original. Some say it was the first, and it's called Gino's East. Absolutely fabulous. Uh, Gino's East, right there by Water Tower Place, right off the Mag Mile. Um, it's fabulous. Uh, it is a little, it is deep dish, but it's not as thick as Giordano's. The sauce is better than I would say Giordano's. Mm. It'll knock your pants off. And I was so excited to to give it to the crew. It was when we when we drove in on Friday night. That's immediately where we went. And Eric, photographer Eric, executive producer Jeff and Colin had never had it, nor a uh, fave gal pal lisa and for the rest of the weekend every so often this would be us oh god that gino's pizza was so good <laughs> <laughs> did you guys order it twice yeah we, or girl, three times we thought about, oh alexis uh-huh. oh. We, we we sincerely thought about it but we we knocked so much out we we did chicago girl we uh, we it did sounds chicago like it. um i haven't even gotten to wrigley i'll tell you that in the maybe today or tomorrow but um, we had an unbelievable experience in Wrigley, uh, Wrigley Field. I'll oh talk about gosh. that later. Can we skip the game? Sure. Yeah, let's talk yes. about Chicago. Tell us about Wrigley yeah. Field. Pizza, pizza sweats. Yes. You sure, Lex. Whatever you want, sweetie. I appreciate that. Um, Wrigley Field. Yeah. But we can Gino's play East, a game later. Yeah. Write, write that down, my talkers. Gino's East. Uh, again. Okay, Gino's East. I'm going to put uh, a link on our show page, too, perfect. if you're driving and going. Holly, away. have you had it, my love? Uh, you know East. what? I don't. I'm not sure. Because you made sure. a face, and I just well, wasn't sure what. Because I, I'm looking at Gino's East and I'm looking at the pizza and it's making me horny right now. Yeah. So oh, it'll, it'll, I'm horny thinking about it. Lex, yeah. sweetie, Lex, Ooh, I know that you've Gino's, had. G-I-N-O-S. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you've had Giordano's, haven't you, Oh, Lex? yeah. We just went, our recent trip to Chicago, when we went to the Comic-Con, C2E2, we had some Giordano's. Oh, my God. Lex. And, and, but this one I, it looks amazing. Oh, Lex, you have okay. no idea. This This might be... This when I would now 
I rarely skipped school in college. Uh, but when I would skip class, <laughs> wink, so I, I would take the train in. I would take the train in, Lex. You know, my train got off right by State Street and stuff, the Randolph Street Station. I would occasionally, um, you know, maybe didn't make a lecture or two. Anyway, <laughs> I would either go to Giordano's or I would go down the Mag Mile and go down to, G- I would get Gino's East yeah. and just pray that Oprah would walk in. But anyway, um, <laughs> it's just so good. It looks it's so good. Girl, that they sauce. Che- they have cheese pulls, it says. Yeah. And they what have does that homemade- mean? What? I don't know what that is. Or just in general, that the cheese, oh, yeah. Look at And then they have homemade mozzarella sticks they're also famous for. Mm. That'll kill you. It'll just kill you. I mean, seriously. Um, Yeah. That, that, their mozzarella sticks are, anyway. So Gino's East, ab fab item. Are there multiple locations? I think there's a couple. Okay. The one, the one that I went to, I think, is the original uh, off of uh, Mag Mile. So, oh, yum. Oh, and there's one in South Loop in Chicago. Yeah. Oh, they also have one in Wheaton, Illinois. And then oh. LA and Singapore. Oh, oh look at oh, that. Dubuque. Iowa yeah. has one and Lake Geneva. Oh, wow. Okay. So there are some that are closer to us. Yeah. It's just so good. So Gino's East, everybody. Uh, cool. So Wrigley. Yeah, yeah. Now, all of this. All of this stuff will be shown, um, you know, this will eventually air on the Jason show. We were, we, we were there for business actually, um, obviously had some social time, but, uh, Colin had been to Wrigley, but, uh, and Lisa, but Jeff had never been, Jeff and Eric had never been to Wrigley field. And we went to a Cubs game on Saturday and were treated to the most unbelievable experience we got to go up uh, into the broadcast booth. Cool. With, uh, with the voice of the Cubs, former Twins player, former Cubs player, uh, Ron Coomer. And Sweet. Ron and Paula are, are dear. <laughs> Let me pause real quick. People are jokingly tweeting me now saying that they're mad at us. Uh, everyone's hungry now that we <laughs> talked about Geno's East. Uh, yeah. I apologize. if Holly, Holly's yeah. getting calls. Yeah, people are pe- mad that we're... Well, no, people are horny for Geno's East. I mean, they, okay. they, 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 are, they are celebrating the fact, Jason, that you have mentioned out of all the Chicago pizza joints, Geno's East, and that you're giving oh, it some love. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because the other ones get a lot of oxygen. Yes. to me... This one is thinner. It's not so like Giordano's. I love, but girl, it's real thick. It's, it's almost doughy. too. Th- it's really too thick for me. Yes. Oh, okay. This mm. one is perfect, and that sauce you'll mm. slap your mama. I mean, you'll just be so happy to <laughs> slap your mama. That's anyway. the most important piece of pizza. Oh, or part of the pizza. Yep. Is the sauce. Yep. Has to then be tangy. You, yeah, and that's what this is, Lex. Mm-hmm. It's tangy. So anyway, eat the pizza, slap your mama. Okay, back to Wrigley. So Ron and Paula Coomer are are dear, dear friends of uh, my my gal pal, Lisa LaCourcier. So Paula, Ron's wife, was nice enough. She's like, look, I don't want to guarantee anything, but, you know, maybe Ron will let you up in the booth. Yeah. Now, let me me just stop. I I, I just want to put this in context. I want to just outline and frame up how special this is, especially for a kid like me. Being, you know, watching Chicago, um, watching Chicago television and growing up with the Harry Carey broadcasting on WGN and singing Take Me Out to the Ball Game" from from the media booth at Wrigley. 
the fact that I was walking up those stairs because they did, Ron did invite us up. The fact that we were in the broadcast booth where Harry Carey was, it was so damn special. It, 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 it was magic. Um, so Ron got us up there and, and I'm not a big sports guy, but I do love baseball and I do love the Cubbies. Um, I'm not a White Sox guy. I'm a Chicago guy that loves the Cubbies. And to be on a sunny day at Wrigley, which is, you know, oh. hello, it's a magical field. It really is just magical to be up in the broadcast booth and look out over that view over the beautiful green field, Lake Michigan in the distance, mm. a packed house, and the Cubbies won that day. They they won when we were there. And to sing a uh, Cubs win, <laughs> it was, I could cry. Oh, and, and I just, mm-hmm. I looked around Lex and Holly, and I oh. looked where Harry used to, uh, I looked down because WGN's booth was down from where the kind of refurbished media uh, booths are. Yeah. It was, it was fabulous. And then to put headphones on, Ron Coomer's right in front of me, but they gave me headphones so I could hear the broadcast as, as, it, as Ron is doing it with his partner. Oh, oh. my God. It was just it's magic. magic. Yes. It was magic. Well, and Ron has been oh. doing it for like 10 years now, hasn't he? Yes. Yes. Wow. That is so the, cool. The nicest guy. And I posted, if y'all follow me on social, you got, Lex and Holly, you might have seen it over the weekend. Ron let me uh, wear his super, uh, his World Series Cubs ring. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, I put whoa. it on my... Girl, that thing weighed mm-hmm. probably as much as Zen. Uh, no I joke. mean, it was like a child. I mean, I felt like I had a child sitting sitting on one finger. It was like a baby. That is a large <laughs> ring. Nice. Um, so he let me wear his ring. They, they, we spent uh, after the game. We spent some time with them. It was just so nice. It was, it was just delightful. And there's nothing like Wrigleyville um, before a game. So. Uh, you know, this weekend the Cubs play the Twins, so I have my Twins hat ready to go, and I got a Cubbies T-shirt, so I'm going to be co-representing this weekend. Oh, at Target Field. <laughs> I like everybody. I go like team. Every- yeah. Oh God, it it just Lex. Oh, oh. that. Oh, is it was magical. Awesome. Yeah, that magical. is championship right there, buddy. Yeah. Now, we'll take a break, but one more little quick anecdote that we laughed about the entire, the rest of the trip. Like a lot of ballparks, they now have where you can order from your phone and then they bring the hot dogs to you. Amazing. Well, photographer Eric and I ordered hot dogs and we never got them. They never brought. So for the rest of the trip, the, the running joke was. I wonder if we can go back to Wrigley and get our hot dog uh, <laughs> because it never came. And oh. we laughed so hard because it was like, oh, OK, I guess we're not getting our hot dog. So <laughs> oh. later that night, Eric goes, do you think our hot dogs are ready at Wrigley? I'm like, no. <laughs> so just a word of warning. If you do that delivery service at any ballpark, uh, maybe just walk up to the concession stand. I don't know if they've worked out all the kinks yet. <laughs> Oh yeah. man, that is so dissatisfying. <laughs> yeah, I know. Especially because we really wanted that Chicago. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Oh, do you think somebody else got it? Probably. Or did? Yeah. Did yeah. you get charged for it? 
Yes, we sure did. Oh, oh well, man. it was like $15. It's Yeah, it was fine. We're going to take a break. When we come back, it's Tuesday. That means we're going to chat with Liz next. Nutrisource, a family like no other. Hi, it's Chase for Nutrisource, the official dog food of Dexter and Mr. Big. It has been years uh, that I have represented Nutrisource, and I got to thank Katie K9. She told me to make the switch, and I have. And now that my boys, uh, our boys are older, you know, my Dexter uh, turns 10 this month. Um, I'm so glad that I have a foundation. Uh, Dex has a foundation of health based on Nutrisource. And De- uh, Nutrisource has been with Dex every step of the way. Puppy, uh, when he wanted grain-free, when they uh, when I wanted uh, grain-inclusive, and now, uh, you know, large breed, so many options. So no matter what kind of dog you have, Nutrisource has a formula. Nutrisource has a recipe for them. They even have wet recipes too. Dry, wet, snacks, treats, and kombucha. Bone broth for picky eaters. So make the switch. Find a retailer near you at NutrisourcePetFoods.com. It is so funny when you talk about something like pizza. People have very strong opinions, and I love it. Oh, yeah. Who wants to get hungry? Yeah, people have their favorites. Like, uh, Lou Malnati's. uh, Malnati's is really good, too. I know people are saying that one, too. I get it. Everyone has their favorite in Chicago. Um, So thanks for sharing all of yours. Yeah. Head there this uh, this summer. It's it's back. It was good to see people walk, walking around the streets too. I know, just like every big city in America, it's had it has and has has and ha- uh, past tense and present tense problems. Uh, but it was wonderful to see the tulips on the Magnificent Mile, which I wish oh. Nicollet Mall would do that. Mm. Um, yeah, come on, Minneapolis. Um, the beautiful tulips are out. People are ooting a boot. Uh, the the streets were full of shoppers. It was Ooh. it was lovely to see. It made it made it filled my heart. It really really did, oh, and yes. I felt safe. Um, yeah, it was it was good. Did you it was do a lot be, of shopping? Not really. I mean, we we walked around. Yeah, but but uh, yeah, it was good to be back in sweet home Chicago. Uh, right now though, let's talk to Liz. Hello, Liz. I think we need to talk. She's a sweetie. I'm going to have a word with Liz here. It's time for Tuesday with Liz. Every Tuesday morning, like clockwork. Hello, Liz. Well, hello, Liz. Well, hello, Liz, who joins us on the phone. Hi, Liz. Hi. How are everybody today? We're great. Good, Liz. How are you? Oh, I'm fine, and I have to apologize. Why? I overslept last Tuesday. Liz, you know what? Oh, you what? do not have to apologize. Mm-hmm. You you deserve to relax. You have worked your whole life. You sleep in whenever you want. We we oh. where it's you do not need to apologize at all. Believe me. The well, three, uh, it's we're jealous. Correct, you know that I should let you know what happened. Oh no, <laughs> the three of us are jealous. We wish we could sleep in for yeah. heaven's sake. Yeah, well, that's the thing. You guys are up and going at six in the morning, and here I am lazing around. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You know, Liz, it's funny. I'm so glad we're talking today. I've been, I've been, uh, and Lex and Holly have been very sweet and, and, and curious about my trip to Chicago and, and humoring me. You know, it's like showing people your vacation photos after a while. It's like, okay, thank you. Um, but I've been, I was in Chicago over the weekend, Liz. And yeah, I'm I, jealous. Oh, <laughs> uh, I know. Well, I thought, you know, Liz, I thought about you because 
Um, I, we did a, I mentioned this earlier. We did one of my favorite things in Sweet Home Chicago, and, and that's the um, Chicago architectural tour. Oh, um, my darn. <laughs> yeah, and I know that I've mentioned it to you before, and I, A, I think, you know, it was something I know you would love. And oh, B, there, yeah. <laughs> there was a woman that was our docent, that was our tour guide, that reminded me so much of you because I, I, I looked at her, um, as I as I as I did with you when Holly and Alexis and I had the pleasure of visiting with you, and you're so damn smart, and you have, and I know this sounds sophomoric, but you'll you'll see where I'm going with this. You're so smart. You have lived such an incredible life. You have such knowledge uh, it, it, with you, and and I was thinking, and this woman's name was Mitzi, and I just and it's a weird thought to have, but I was just like, wow. The amount of knowledge in this human being is is just incredible, and and the experiences and the life that she's led, and it, and it was a parallel of how I think about you. Oh, uh, bless your heart. <laughs> yeah, and 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 just what um, how lucky we are to be able to download that info with you um, on the show, and then with Mitzi. That was her name. She was sharing uh-huh. her, her architectural knowledge of the city of Chicago. And I thought, oh, my God, her brain is like a hard drive. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's just yeah. I, would, uh-huh. I would be so, I'm so jealous that I couldn't be on that tour with you. You have no idea. Oh, you <laughs> would have I do loved... love that architecture in Chicago. Yeah. It's just, it's an underappreciated aspect of that, of that great American city is just how uh-huh. much beautiful architecture different types of architecture is oh, in Chicago. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, I just wanted to give you that compliment and you, and you did come to my mind as I, as I was enjoying Mitzi's uh, narration uh, and just the amount of knowledge that she has. Um, yeah, it was, it was nice. Well, but, I really appreciate uh, your faith in honoring me that way, you know, but <laughs> But it's just life, you know. <laughs> gone through life. That's what we do. No, but, but I, I do think you know that we're losing track of the idea that life experiences can help somebody, and people don't seem to want to hear that anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. And, and I, I, I think too, we're also uh, we're a people that are sometimes still ageist. You know what I mean? And still uh, it don't value like other cultures value. Um, seniors and value older folks, and I and I don't like that. I I, I I don't. I think it should be the very opposite. I think <laughs> folks that have lived well, a good life should the, be celebrated. The things this country doesn't value: teachers and old age. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. And if you're both, double whammy, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Liz. Oh man, that is yeah. true, though. True. I th- I get so frustrated because you go any else. Place else in the world, and some of the most honored people in the community are the teachers. Yes, you know they're the highly respected, but yeah. not in this country. <laughs> yeah. what, what were you going to say, Lexi? I was just thinking about you know maybe it's you know, just patience. We don't have huh? much of it. We don't have much patience anymore to no. really fully listen to a story, or you know we're ready to move on pretty quickly. Uh huh. And I think that that has a lot to do with just yeah not listening or, or not feeling comfortable sharing stories. Oh, oh I know. Well, gosh, it's crazy. Because <laughs> you know what? And I think that comes with age. Yeah. Uh, the pre- Because I would do anything. I would give a hundred million dollars that I do not have 
uh, for one more afternoon with any of my grandparents. You know, I've sadly lost them all. And Lex, I know you should. I just, I would ask them so many questions as a, that as a kid, I, I never did, you know, uh, because they all lived such an interesting life, but I'm sorry. I I, I didn't mean to make this like a a tribute, but I just, I, I, uh, I thought about you over the weekend and I I just wanted to tell you. I appreciate that. I thank you so much. Yeah. You honor me by that. Well, we appreciate you. Yeah. Okay, Liz, uh, if you want to, you can go back to bed now. We're done. I mean, you... <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, today I'm up and at him. I was up at 6 today. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, we love okay. you, sweetie. We made up for last week. <laughs> well, we love you, and we'll talk to you next week. Okay, I love you all back, and you have a good week, too. Okay. You too. Bye-bye, Bye, Liz. Liz. When we come back, we love Liz, but we small L like this. That's how he makes a face. We're finding love, guys. We're finding love. Okay. Okay, sure, Alexis. It's Second Chance Romance when we return. Hey, friends, Alexis Ford, David, and the team at First Equity. Man, you know, my folks are uh, looking for a place here, and I can't wait. I'm so excited. Um, But, you know, they got to work out, you know, how this will work if they get a second house and and all of the different things, uh, what they need to do. And I got to thank David for just spending so much time talking to my mom and dad about the possibilities and what that means. And oh, just a wonderful team to work with. They've worked in our market for more than 23 years. They have the experience, the know-how. They want to make sure that you're set up for financial success. Uh, Conventional, FHA, VA, first-time home buyer, they do it all. And they're also an independent mortgage broker. So you get that attention you need and you deserve. You can shop multiple lenders, which gives you more options as a buyer, better rates, and more opportunities for down payment assistance. 763-251-8000 or use my talk keyword, David.